0: Ready to go. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back,
1: Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Over 150 auctions a year. They're off during the holidays, but right out of the new year, man, they have another bunch of great auctions stuff like I don't know vehicles business liquidation sales uh, police seizures construction equipment iPhones Samsung Galaxy phones you name it they have it you will have an auction I promise you sometime this year for something you really really want get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS time now for the lead
0: the lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in
1: Blackhawk. Okay, so Broncos against the Patriots on Sunday night. We know that the Patriots' defense is very good specifically against the run. What does P Pirine think about his workload, Jaleel's workload, and Javante's workload trying to crack the code of the Patriots' run defense? Here's Samaj Knowing how good this New England defense is against the run, is this going to take the ultimate team effort to try and chip away and start collecting yards against this particular defense?
2: Uh, yeah, we just going to have to stick with it. Um, we know they're a top five, top ten, top five defense uh, all around, so it's not going to come easy. Nothing's going to come easy. We just have to uh, to chip away and continue to uh Continue to work at it and not stray away from it too early. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit like the uh, like the Minnesota game and like the uh, like the Browns game. You know, they're uh, they're all great defenses. So we just got to have to keep uh, chipping away at it. When you look at them on tape, what makes them
1: so good defensively against the run?
2: I really just think it's um, the effort that they play with. Um, you know, they. They're big up front in the box. They're pretty big, and um, they play with a lot of effort. So um, I think that uh, that gives them. Yeah, you know they have big interior guys that, uh, that like the two gap, and um, it makes it tough. But um, you know we're just gonna have to come out and, uh, and do what we do. I am
1: guessing you are. A, I'm guessing you are a student of the game. <laughs> Can you ask your teammate just to quiet down?
2: A little bit? Hey, bruh. Y'all see me doing the interview? Chill My out. P.
1: Yeah, I know it's, it's all good. <laughs> he, he just said it's Mr. P. Ryan to you. No, I ain't say
2: that.
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to get him in trouble. I am guessing you are a student of the game. When you have an offensive mind like Peyton going up, a defen- going up against a defensive line like Belichick, it's something you're not going to think about clearly during the game. But as you prepare for this game, is it kind of cool that you have basically two Hall of Fame coaches trying to outwit each other
2: on both sides of the ball? Yes, I mean, it's cool, but I think at the end of the day... I think Somebody! we're going to be looking to,
0: <laughs>
2: We're going to be looking to uh to be the more physical team. And I think at the end of the day that's what each coach wants for uh for their team to be the more physical team. So uh, it's going to be it's definitely going to be a physical game. It's going to be a fun one. You played on some really good teams. You've
1: also played on some teams that have struggled. You've played on teams I'm guessing that have been out of it late, like New England is. <laughs> Is playing spoiler kind of overrated, knowing your season is over a little
2: bit? Uh, Not necessarily. I just think um, it gives... Both the team and the coaches' motivation for the uh, for the upcoming season. You know, bodies change, but for for guys to go out, even though they know that they're not necessarily playing for anything, not playing for a playoff berth, but they're still going out and uh, and giving it their all and um, leaving everything out on the field. I think it just. Uh, gives coaches motivation to know that you know we have the right guys in this locker room we just have to tweak uh, tweak some things and uh, you know get better for next year but for the players if you punch them in the throat early
1: do they kind of give up like you know what i'm going to make some business decisions here and i'm not going to get
2: hurt uh, i mean that just depends on the locker room if you have a locker room that's uh, that's bought into that then yeah but if you have a locker room that's uh, everyone's going to continue to play, then, you know, that's what they're going to do. There's no amount of fight that the other team's going to bring that's going uh, to knock them down and, uh, and make them hang it up early. Um, and, you know, that all just depends on the locker room that you have.
1: I know you feel you have to win the next three games to make the playoffs. But with that, does this feel like a playoff game coming up?
2: Every week for us is a playoff game from here on out. Uh, even last week, you know, we didn't put our best foot forward. But
1: but it's not just a saying, or do do, do you no. believe guys is like really
2: viscerally believe it? I mean, if you want to make the playoffs, then then you have to believe it. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You know, you can't go out and make mistakes and be like, oh, yeah, we we'll get it next week. Like, no, they're... There's no next week, you know. If there's a next week then we're probably not going to be in the playoffs. So this week is the week and every week from here on out is the week that we have to put our best foot forward.
1: So even mathematically you you'll probably still be in if things don't go your way, but you approach the game thinking we're done if we don't win this game.
2: Yeah, you have to you can't be complacent.
3: Yeah, you've got to believe it. <clears throat> and that's clearly where this football team is right now. They've got to win 3 games. It starts with 1. <clears throat> That's kind of the the cliche, isn't it? The next game is the most important game. Well, that's clearly the situation that they're in right now. You lose a football game now in the next three, or now or anytime in the next three weeks, um, your season's done. So there's there's a pretty thin margin for error, but it's a doable task, right? Yeah, it's a doable task. I don't think that you look at this stretch. <clears throat> excuse me and think, nah, nah, I just don't see it. I think that you're more inclined to look at it and say, I can imagine the possibilities. I mean, really, you should beat the Patriots. Can the Patriots beat you? Yes, of course. You should beat the Chargers. I'm not sure the Chargers can beat you. Now, the Raiders last week of the season... If we get there, we'll get to the whole playing the Raiders, last game, things hanging in the balance, that kind of stuff. But they should beat the Patriots this weekend, shouldn't they? When you hear players talk about must-wins, you only get 17 of them. Yeah, that's right.
1: Very different than a baseball season, hockey season, basketball season. But what we have learned, at least locally, and the folks in Detroit nearly found out last year Mm -hmm. is you can start the season one and five. You can start the season one and six and still possibly make the playoffs. But when you look at the calendar, there is a huge difference between October and December. No question. And this is what I mean. Every game I understand is a must win. However, here's the big difference. While every game is a must win, every game that happens, there's more margin for error that you lose. Mm Mm-hmm. Now they have no margin for error. There is none. They had margin for error. Now that we look back on it, and we will always look back on it, historically, there's a lot of margin for error being one in five. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But now there isn't. If they lose this game, mathematically, they will probably still be in it. Right? But they won't be in it. Right. I I say this not as a dig. I'm saying this because my father is sitting here. He's a huge Packers fan. His team is six and eight. Mathematically, are they still in it? Yes. yes. There's, But the margin for error is, is not only do you have to win out. Razor but, thin. But you need crazy things to happen. Yeah. And all kinds of scenarios where you need help. If they lose this game, that's it. Yeah. If they lose, what we're going to say right out of the gate, our first show, which is going to be Tuesday, January 2nd, because we're off all next week. The first conversation we're going to have is ironically something that we're going to talk about after the break. Do you believe Russell Wilson will be back next season?
3: It'll be a continuing conversation. It really will, because
1: either A, they're still going to be in it, Mm -hmm. and we can shelve this conversation, or we can at least scratch the surface coming up next. And the reason why I say that is people are saying right now, and it's a fair point, it's a three-game season for Russell Wilson whether he's going to come back my question is why are you only looking at a three-game sample size even though there's a lot of pressure to make the playoffs as opposed to what you really already know and that's 80 plus percent of your data that's next
3: talk, talk is cheap. give me all the word. you can keep
0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us Roller Auctions' Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, they have over 150 auctions per year. They're taking the holidays off, but right after the new year, bang, they're right back at it. For auctions like vehicles, business liquidations, construction equipment, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, when it comes to my health, I only trust Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock or Aurora. I really, in a lot of ways, consider him my doctor. Now, I have an internist who I absolutely adore, but Dr. Lee helps me with things like making sure my testosterone levels are where they need to be. Do I need estrogen blockers? Do I need B12? And he really does take the time to go over all of my blood work, and we do my blood work there far more than other places that I've gone to. I'm constantly updated on what I need to do to keep my optimum health. And I really cannot thank Dr. Lee enough. You can tell right away when you meet with a doctor if you are nothing more than a patient sitting in the office or if it's somebody who really cares about you and cares about your emotional health and your physical health. Dr. Lee does that in spades. I cannot recommend him enough. At Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock or Aurora, schedule your appointment today at CRMensHealth.com. That's CRMensHealth.com. Time now for the buzz.
4: The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health.
1: I've been told by more than a few players that uh, they don't believe, that they believe that Russell Wilson will necessarily be back this season, even though the Broncos are still in the hunt to make the playoffs with a 7-7 and record. I'm not so sure that Russell honestly believes he knows if he is going to be back next season. Many have suggested, well, the final three games will make Sean Payton's decision. I'm not so sure about that, that that Sean Payton is going to look at the final three games and override really what he already believes 14 games in.
3: He better be better than the last three games where he's thrown four touchdowns, has been intercepted four times, has thrown about 59% completion rate, Still at about a 6.9 yard per reception. So, I mean, he hasn't been good in the last three games. He hasn't won you a game in the last three games. You can talk all you want about Detroit, but the loss at Houston is going to be more damaging in the end than losing at Detroit.
1: You're in the locker room more than I am, but I am in there enough. And I'm not trying to spill company secrets outside of the locker room. Right. But when you are invited into the locker room with a press pass, you are still allowed to make observations. You are certainly not going to talk about any off-the-record conversations that you have. But observations, I don't think, are off-limits. Would you agree? Observations are not off-limits. It's not an off-the-record conversation
3: observations are generally not off limits. You got to be careful about what you're observing.
1: Well, let me tell you what I'm observing, but I don't think it's off limits. I've been doing this long enough to know that I don't think that I'm violating anybody's confidence by saying this. Russell Wilson is in that locker room a lot. He's not the type of guy who hides in the training room. No. To his credit. Right. But what I do find interesting, at least when I am in there and you're in there more than me, when he is sitting in his locker he is sitting there by himself and he's really not interacting with anybody. He's usually by himself as opposed to what we see generally speaking in that locker room. Guys yucking it up, back slapping, poking fun at each other, having conversations. It's as if Russell is kind of in his own world and it's not because he's on his phone and he, and no. he, and he doesn't want to be bothered. He just doesn't seem to be like one of the guys. Well,
3: he's a different kind of dude to start with.
1: He is. He really is. I'm saying, though, that's an observation. Yeah. Where he is the quarterback of the team, Mm -hmm. and I get it, but it doesn't feel like that he has those type of relationships. Now, maybe where his locker is, which is Demarius Thomas's old locker, which is the, the top players, if you don't know this already, and if you've never been in a locker room, you probably don't, the top players on every team get an end locker. Mm-hmm. Mike McGlinchey has an end locker. Josie Jewell has an end locker. If you are somewhere in the middle, it's not that you're not important, but the higher profile players, the better players get the end locker. Yeah. With that, Russell Wilson's locker is an end locker, and it is right next to the training right room. Right, literally so, next door. So he doesn't have anybody to his left to talk to. But he does have guys across from him. He does have guys to his right. Now, in all fairness, generally speaking, there are not any starters who are across from him. Right? Right. And immediately to his right, if I'm not mistaken, there aren't any guys who are starters. Now, back in the day, back in the day when that was Demarius'
3: locker, the guy right next to him was Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. The guy that's immediately across from him is Nate Atkins. And then next to Nate is, I think Ben Neiman. So you can make the case that just
1: by physical, the physical nature of his locker, he is isolated, but I don't see him walking around even talking to anybody else or nobody really approaches him either.
3: Again, I don't think I'd get in trouble for saying this. Yeah, he he spends a lot of time, like, for instance, yesterday. Um, what was yesterday? Thursday? Wednesday. So when he talks to us on Wednesday, Sean talks to us about 215, 220. And then Justin Simmons talks to us on a Wednesday. And then there's usually about a, anywhere from a 30 to a 45 or 50-minute break until Russ gets there. Russ goes and lifts. So I'm not sure what his lifting schedule is the rest of the week, but on Wednesday, he spends 35, 40 minutes getting a lift in after practice, for instance. But I see
1: him a lot at his locker on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I don't go a ton on Thursday. I went yesterday, Mm -hmm. and Wilson once again was at his locker. And he's almost around and he's always At his locker on Wednesdays As well The guy that I liken it to a little bit Is when Trevor Simeon was the quarterback Here Mm. he wasn't a guy that Really yucked it up with His teammates either no it's not I Don't want to it's an unfair statement to call him a Loner okay that May not be fair but a loner Is generally speaking who is alone Usually by choice
3: Russ In and of and by itself is different because he's not a typical no, look he's got ungodly passion for the game no one would question will that. question that or no. deny that his work ethic and all of these things are undeniable he is respected oh. in spades
1: for those two things alone
3: but his personality is different he is a different kind of dude he's not in and of itself one of the guys no he he just isn't, and he wasn't one of the guys in Seattle, and, and that I, has been well documented. It has been well documented. And does it really make any difference? He went to two Super Bowls, won one, should have won two. Blah blah blah. All of that. You can be a different type of dude. You don't have to just be the kind of atypical football guy that you know is yucking it up all the time and stuff. So you you got a lot of those guys in there, it and it doesn't mean that you're not part of the plan you can be part of it there are guys mike mcglinchey um garrett bowles Cortland sutton guys that will die on the vine for russ yes period right that are unquestionably aligned with this guy's leadership skills and things of that nature but he is a different kind of dude
1: when i look at Three of the quarterbacks that I have covered, all of them different in their own ways. Mm -hmm. Jake Plummer, Peyton Manning, and now Russell Wilson. Mm. Jake was absolutely one of the guys. He held that same type of personality that John Elway did. One of the guys. He wants to go out for a beer with you, and a lot of times will buy the first round. Yeah. I don't know if Elway would buy the first round, but... He was certainly there. Yeah. Okay? Won't go down that road. I, Although I don't know if there's a road to really go down. Yeah. But he was certainly willing to go out for a drink with, sure. with the guys. Yeah. Russell is not that guy. No,
3: he's not. Okay. He, so, he's so,
1: a home guy. And so even in the locker room, Jake would yuck it up with guys a lot. Peyton, different type of cat. When he walked in, his career was well-established. But Peyton has a aura about him. That you just don't bother Peyton yeah. unless he's willing to invite you in to his world. Mm-hmm. But I would see him talking to guys in the locker room as well. But you don't walk into Peyton Manning's house and sit down on the couch and try to have a conversation. That's not who Peyton Manning is. But he's always open to letting you walk into his world.
3: Joe Montana was kind of that way with in Kansas City when he got there. Well, Obviously, his, late in his career. His
1: locker, if I remember, because you and I both covered right. him. The, picture a row of lockers that is 20 right up on the wall. He was right in the, in the middle.
3: middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he had Marcus Allen pretty close to him. I, yeah. As I remember, Marcus Allen was still pretty close to him. but and And my memory of Joe was he wasn't. Overly approachable, but he wasn't stiff arming you either. You know what I mean? He he was one of those kinds of guys. And and here's the other thing. Jake
1: would could talk all day. Uh Uh-huh. Peyton, if he invited you into his world, he'd kind of hold court. Yeah. If we're being completely honest. Uh Uh-huh. But he was a talker. Russell doesn't talk. No. He is as silent as you can imagine. And even when And there's a part of me that when I look at him, I kind of feel badly for him. That he's he's not one of the guys even it's not a knock again it's an observation
3: and it's not a knock it, let me reiterate that it's not a knock you you don't necessarily have to be a typical you know kind of a typical jovial you know hey you know let, let's all let's all get together and have kumbaya moments but i think that he has so much respect for the way that he works, the way that he functions. But but Eric, even look at him in a press conference. We've been doing two years of press conferences with Russ. What do we really get out of Russ's press conferences? Nothing. Every now and then you may get a little nugget that creeps out, that, know, he, that he doesn't really probably even mean to let it creep out, but very rarely. What he is, not a knock,
1: observation, He's robotic. You know what you're getting. Every time you put in data, you know the data that is going to come out of it.
3: Yeah. You could do, the joke is always, you know the answers before they're coming. Correct. Right? And that's, mm-hmm. and that's what Russ is. And let me just say this. He's a likable guy. He's very likable. He is a likable guy. He's a guy you kind of cheer for because he's just such a good dude. If you walked up to Jake
1: in the locker room, you could have a nice conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peyton, if you walked up to him in the locker room, you're still walking into Peyton's world. Yeah, but that's different. But right. he is still willing to have a conversation with you. Russ kind of sits there at his locker, mm-hmm. hunched over. Quiet, but to his credit as well I've had more than a few conversations with him At his locker Yeah, He's always incredibly nice about it But he doesn't give you a lot in return No Peyton would give you a lot in return With a conversation Jake would give you a lot in return Russell is more of a listener Very guarded He doesn't let you into his world too much Mm -mm. Okay. But it's different than Peyton, who, will, if he lets you in his world, and usually he's willing, he will give a lot back.
3: And what you have there are three very different ways of doing things for three very, in their own right, and relative. Uh, well, Peyton Manning is one of the greatest that ever played the game, obviously. Russ is going to be a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. And Jake Plummer was damn good for what he did for the time that he did it. But you had three very different styles and ways of operating.
1: Coming up after the break, what we were about to do next is not original. Let me be the first one to put it out there. (laughs) Most sports talk shows today will be doing the gratuitous segment. What gift will we give our professional sports teams Mm. for Christmas? So we thought about should we do this? And of course we're doing of it. It's course. Course.
3: next. Why not?
0: Next. So much resistance Fall behind Time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. My You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. They always have great auctions, about 150 a year. They're going to start back up after the first of the year. Going to have auctions like for vehicles, business liquidations, construction equipment, tools, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash
0: MHS. Time now for what's trending. What's trending? Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure-buying experience at Silterhar Mazda, or find them at sthmazda.com.
1: This is our final show before Christmas, our final show before the uh, New Year as well. Every show in you know in the country does the let's give a gift to our some of our teams. With that, we'll pick the four major professional sports All teams. All right. No knock on the Rapids,
3: no knock on the Mammoth, and we're not trying to leave you out. Well, it's a little bit of a knock, and that's okay. I mean, because... Frankly, I wouldn't know what to give the Mammoth, and I probably wouldn't know what to give the Rapids either. Well, you, I mean, I'll you just hunt yourself with your own rope on that. With that. I mean, you know, really, when it gets right down to it, I don't know.
1: Your your honesty is telling about your work ethic.
3: With that, let's start with the uh, Broncos. <laughs> what gift would
1: you give them? You
3: know, it, it's so easy because yeah. it's, it's a playoff run. Yeah.
1: Or a trip to the playoffs.
3: Or a trip to the playoffs. I'm just going to give them a playoff run. And you know what? They're going to have to earn it week to week. But uh, let's start with giving them a win this week just to make the next two weeks that much more interesting and that much more compelling. Yeah, that's where I'm going. The only gift to me is not
1: a win this week, not a win next week, and not a win the week, week after. It is making the playoffs. There you go. Ten wins is great. But if you don't make the playoffs, it's going to feel like a losing season. What does that's what it's about?
3: 10 wins. And I'm sure we'll talk about this at all. Give me a 30 second answer to this one. We
1: don't have enough time for 30 Next. seconds. We have about three minutes left in the segment.
3: Next. What's that? Next. Next. Then. Next. Nuggets. Watson, Brown, Strother. Be what you are becoming night in and night out. They need a bench. Because you do that, yeah. this team has got a shot. They become dangerous. Yes, they do. We
1: know, we know what they have with their starting five, and I was going to set it up by saying the one thing we cannot give these teams is the gift of health because that's a – Wish we duh, could. Duh,
3: That's a duh. That's we, correct.
1: Well, the point is you could say that about every team in every sport, the gift of health. Ironically, the Broncos have had that gift the entire season for mm-hmm. the most part. Yep. Avalanche.
3: You know, I was going to say a really solid third line.
1: I mean, now you got a couple in the fourth line. Yeah. So you need bottom two
3: lines. I need bottom two lines, but I'm not so sure that I, I need some consistency between the pipes. Right. I think that's kind of where I'm living right now. I tell you what, let's do this. Okay. You can give them a gift under the tree,
1: and I will give them a gift in a stocking, Oh, but we can add them up to give them two gifts in theory. So what is yours under the tree?
3: So like you and I could be We're teammates gonna... in a white elephant thing. Like you yeah, steal correct. something, and right, then I right. steal it back. Right.
1: So what's your gift under the tree?
3: I'm going to go more consistency, but I, you got to have answers from goalkeeping. They don't have them Okay, right then now. I'll go with the depth. There you I, I would have flipped it around. Either way. Rockies new ownership No, I'm not going to go there. Okay, then here's what I will go with. No, you know I said no. I'm not going to go there. Well, I know, I'm not going to go no, there. I'm not going go to go. No, cuz I I said it kind of quietly. But here is what I would really <laughs> with, with do with a mic in front of me. Yeah. Well, you know. To be broadcast. That's okay. All Bring over the in world someone that can give way. you a look from the outside in. Great gift. That's my gift to the rock.
1: But that's a, but the funny thing is that's been... That's ongoing. Right. We've wanted that. Right. I'm going to be a little bit more specific. Go. In their last two drafts, they've drafted 40 players. Mm. 30 of them are pitchers. We know free agents are not going to come here pretty much whatever they're offered. They're not going to come here. They need to hit on about five or six of those guys. Which
3: it, which would be pretty good. I would settle. <laughs> that doesn't always happen. <laughs> I would
1: settle for two or three. Yeah, you and me both. They have gone so pitching heavy to their credit, but volume doesn't mean it's quality. No. So they have a lot of quantity. They need to get something out of these guys that are drafting. They are drafting, and they need to be able to develop them to get something out of them.
3: There is no position in baseball you miss on more than pitching right you are going to miss on a large percentage of this even with the mindset of we've got to have pitching i will give them credit for that and we've talked about this a lot they at least traded at the deadline for pitching they're drafting pitching yeah so at least they got that part of the equation let's see if it bears any fruit what do we have coming up on just in case you missed it
4: How much money does Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson want to become a team's head coach next season? I I, I
3: dropped my jaw on this one. (laughs) i got to be honest with you, but go ahead.
4: We'll discuss that and then also make our predictions for the college football playoff semifinal games. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
0: Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Har Mazda, a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning drive. Goodman
1: Hurdle. Watch us. At MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Roller Auctions has over 150 auctions a year for vehicles, business liquidations, uh, police seizures, tools, construction equipment, and more. All the auctions done online. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Again, this is our final show of 2023, and I cannot think of a better guy to bring on uh, for our final segment like this than a very, very good friend of mine, Chad. He is the owner of Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. Honestly, 2023 could not have ended much better having him on Good to talk about Greenfields because of the relationship he and I have built over many, many years. With that, good morning, Chad. How are you?
5: I'm doing well. Good morning, gentlemen.
1: Okay, so with that, live music at Greenfields every Friday, Saturday. Heading into Christmas, who is coming on with no cover?
5: We've got Midlife Crisis playing this weekend. They are a great rock cover band. They're playing tomorrow, tonight, actually. And then tomorrow I have a special show with Shelvis and the Roustabouts. It's an Elvis impersonator. Nice. Kind of doing a little holiday Christmas show tomorrow night. Very nice. Uh, And then we'll be doing some karaoke on Christmas Eve until 8, until about midnight.
1: For the band that you booked tonight, uh, does that in some way emulate how you feel about yourself, Midlife Crisis? Is that why you booked them?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I've never given that thought, no. Sure you haven't.
1: Sure you have it. I know there are a lot it's of bars. coincidence. Yes. I know there are going to be a lot of bars closed on Christmas Eve. I also know that the first customers you're going to have on Christmas Eve, standing outside your door at 1050, is going to be my family along with my father to watch the Packers game. So it's business as usual on Christmas Eve for you guys, right?
5: Yes, it is. And the pool tables will be open to the public as well. We do not have leagues that night, so if you're looking for somewhere to go, get out of the house with your family or friends, come on down. We will have our specials going on. We'll still have two-for-one Bud Lights all day Sunday. Like I said, we're doing karaoke that night, and we'll be open till at least midnight. So
1: I, I, I know that you're going to be putting on the game for my father. He's a big Packers fan. They take on the uh... – Panthers, I'll probably watch about 5 minutes of that game and then you and I will head back to the pool hall, do some shots and do a little bit of drinking. Uh let's say that we play 25 games, what's the over under on how many games you beat me?
5: Oh man, out of 25? No, oh, 25 guy, games.
1: Did you say all 25? I think he said no, all I 25. Said 25. Of, he threw out it out down
5: of 25 Okay, I'll
1: give I'll give an over under of 16 and a half. Mm. Are you taking the over or the under?
5: I'll take the over. Wow. I was going to go up to like 18 or 19.
3: Ooh, he just, he loves his game, man. Well, he has he never
1: played somebody in pool when they own their own table, more or less 15 of them.
3: Well, uh, you, you're you the one that asked about the over under. Okay, over under
1: is 18 and a half, smartass. Okay. Now, How many games do you, are you taking the over or the under?
5: I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take the over because I'm going to bet on myself.
1: See? You, you got a ways to go, my friend. You know what? I hope your 49ers lose to the Ravens. That's a hell of a
5: game, man. Wow. Philadelphia gave us a gift, so even if we Mm -hmm. lose, we're still going to get the one seed.
1: Yeah. Right. Are you going to be open on Christmas?
5: We are actually closed on Christmas Day. I always like to give my staff the day off to spend it with the family.
3: That's nice.
1: Well, why don't you just work the bar by yourself while the game's going on and give all of us a gift where we can go to Greenfields?
5: I'm not saying I might not be in my own bar, but we'll be closed. I might be in there pouring a couple and enjoying the football game. Yes, but
1: are you going to we'll pay? See. Are you going to are you going to pay yourself and actually pay for those drinks? Yes. Sure you will. <laughs> sure you will. All I right. do every time. <laughs> how do how do people find Greenfield's?
5: Go on the internet www.greenfieldsbar.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We got all the accounts uh Come down to Lakewood Highway 285 in Wadsworth on the northwest corner. Can't one, miss us.
1: One more thing: my father's going to be ordering something to eat. Obviously, when we go there, he does not eat red meat or pork. What do you recommend for him so he doesn't spend 15 minutes looking at the menu?
5: Whoa, no red meat or pork?
1: No,
3: man after my own heart.
5: Yeah. uh boy, that's a good one. I was going to suggest our green chili, but that's got that's some got pork,
3: pork in it, in. right? So,
5: uh, I would highly recommend you gets a Reuben, but that's red meat, so we can't go that route. Oh, my God. Do you know, Chad? How about some wings? Our wings are delicious.
1: Chad, I tell you what, why don't you go back to sleep because you're sound half tired. You
5: stumped and me. And then, then
1: think about it, you okay? You the
5: year and you stumped me.
1: I know. Well, that was the whole point. All right. <laughs> we'll see you on Sunday, pal. All
5: right. Hey, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you guys.
1: Same to you, Chad. See you,
5: pal. Time now for the see you final on Sunday Eric. All right. Sound good.
1: Time now for the final word.
0: The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine. Well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m.
1: By the way, Dad, they have Wisconsin
0: cheese now. Just in case you missed it's presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five
4: years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Just in case you missed it. Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is looking for at least 15 million per year for teams looking to hire him as their head coach next season. 15 million per year would put Johnson in the same category as Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Sean McVay, Sean Payton, and Kyle Shanahan. Uh, do you think a team would be willing to give Ben Johnson that amount of money to be their head coach? Hey,
3: good luck. I mean, it's America.
4: Okay. Go
1: go get it. Listen, you and I have broken enough stories in our in our time doing this over yeah. 75 years. Be very careful when you try and break a story coming from the agent of the player or the coach. Good call. With that, Richmond Flowers is the agent for for Ben Johnson. If his name if Richmond Flowers sounds familiar, mm-hmm. I believe he's represented pretty much everybody on the Shanahan coaching tree. He currently represents Hackett and Robert Sala and Mike McDaniel. He has worked with Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and oh, by the way, if you are on Twitter and you follow something called the Quarterback Collective, which Flowers knows all these guys, and when that USA Today article came out where Sean Payton said what he said about Hackett, it's the Quarterback Collective that went nuclear Mm -hmm. on Sean Payton. Richmond Flowers defends his guys, but he denied this story is true. And quite frankly, I think he'd be foolish to be asking for 15 million. I cannot imagine that's true. That would be stunning to me. Can't imagine. No. That would be true. With that, that was uh, Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, if you're going to have people over for Christmas, here's the thing you're going to do a lot of cooking, you do a lot of shopping. Why not just order online for Argonaut Wine and Liquor? They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. Every delivery over 200 bucks is free. Work with them for Christmas, work with them for New Year's. Go down there off of Colfax. We love going. To oh, my time.
3: gosh. You darn so right. right.
1: Uh, with that to Nigel, Alex and Bruce. I find it. Nigel's not in every single show, but I'm glad that you are here today. What a gift it has been all year to work with all of you. Seriously, uh, this has been a great year. It's been a busy year and uh, you make my job easy every day considering I make your jobs hard every day.
3: Well, it's a great way to get going each and every day. I feel like this is a true family, and I enjoy it immensely. It's a great way to get going, and to have had your dad here the last couple of days is just an absolute treat. As someone that um, lost my father three years ago, it means a little different something to me to be able to spend time at key moments, and this is one of them. And so thank you for being here. It's been Absolutely wonderful. Goes without saying for you guys. Love you each and every single day.
4: Very well said. 2023, really enjoyed it. And uh, onward and upward, 2024.
3: Amen.
1: To our listeners, to our viewers on MileHighSports.com, thanks for tuning in every morning. It's been a pleasure talking nonsense at times. (laughs) You tolerating us. Maybe we gave you a little bit of information, maybe a laugh once in a while.
3: Maybe a little anger here and there. That's okay too. Right. Usually coming from me. It's the it's provoking thought is the key to this show, and we hope that we do that. Make it the best possible new year you can.